everyone to the Daydreamer Variety Show, part two of the best of 2020. We're back. I'm so excited for you to hear the second part of this phenomenal clip show. I am so excited for the sequel. Sometimes the sequel is not as great as the first, but I think it'll be just as funny. If not funnier, we will avoid the sophomore slump. We got a lot to say. We got a lot of clips. So we will save the majority of the time for the clips and we will give like a little synopsis of 2020 and our excitement for 2021 at the end. So hang tight for that. Please enjoy round two of the best of the Daydreamer Variety Shows. Enjoy. Episode 15, yet another watch list. Anywho, great time. Oh, I have a scary story. I forgot. For the most part, I didn't get scared, but there was an instant. Mm -hmm. An instance. Um, An incident? (laughs) I thought it was an incident. For instance, the cat was like perched up on my bed as he is in the evening time. My window is open and he's just, you know, perched out there looking out the window. It's probably about 10 p.m. And all of a sudden I like hear him hissing and I immediately panic and of course escalate to the worst possible scenario, which is that there's, you know, a murderer criminal on the loose with a jagged knife outside of that window. But one, you can't really see out a dark, out a window when it's dark outside and there's lights on inside. And I just like wasn't willing to risk putting my face up against the window to look out. (laughs) (laughs) Or to go outside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Running from both of those uh, scary scary possibilities. So instead, I just, uh, you know, ran out of the room and shut the door and locked the cat in there. Exactly. Uh, To which point I just kind of like tried to like calm myself down and not think of the worst case scenario. But I did really quick run and make sure all of the things are locked and I shut all of the windows besides the one that the cat was in. Um, and you know, that was that I just like gave it some time and that's like a negative of being a daydreamer possibly. So eventually I realized that all is well, even though I did tell Anna, I don't have any blinds on any of our big windows in <laughs> yeah. the bedrooms. I know. I was like, what if you sleep in the other room? And she's like, no, there are no blinds there. And I'm like, you live on the first floor or there's like one floor and there's no blinds on any of these windows. I'm alarmed for everyone in your family. <laughs> and like, there wasn't anything I could do. And at one point I was like, maybe I take my shower curtain down and I like try to extend <laughs> the rod and I put it up there. <laughs> and then I quickly talk myself out of that because I didn't want to get that close to the window and expose myself. <laughs> You don't want them to know that you know that they're out there. Yeah. That's the, that's the biggest part. You got to play it cool. You got to play it so cool. They can't know that we know that they know. They don't know that we know they know we know. <laughs> no, that's you have to play it so cool that then they're just like aren't even entertained by the possibility of alarming you. Oh, absolutely. She wouldn't even be fun to scare. Worst case scenario is someone comes in here and they kill me. <laughs> I watched it twice last week. Also, there's a character named Rat Boy. And for some reason, I just, like, continually keep thinking of how funny the name Rat Boy is. <laughs> um, if you were in, like, a makeshift wrestling group, mm-hmm. what would your wrestling name be? Mouse Girl. Mouse Girl. Big Cheese. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like to craft. She's so, she's so single. 
that's actually it. She's so single. Well, my I always say my roller derby name would be Anna Shows No Grace because my name's Anna Grace. Mm. So I feel like that could work for wrestling too. Sure. Anna Shows No Grace. Sure. What about the Fondue Falcon? Obviously, the Fondue Falcon <laughs> would be great. That's aligning my new movie interest and my game night snack. Also, what about. Wow, there's just like so many ideas buzzing around in my head right now, but all I want to be is like rat girl. Rat girl, it shall be. What about me? Okay, I think you could be. What if I just came in with my hyperbaric oxygen chamber? Well, I don't know if that's allowed in this league. Well, I was thinking maybe my head could be popping out of it so it could be like a sumo wrestler outfit. (laughs) Yeah, that would be really good, actually. (laughs) Bacteria Bay. Oh, no. Baby got bacteria. What's like? What's your favorite food right now? And I Cookies. Limited, limited menu. Okay. What about big cookie? <laughs> big cookie, skillet cookie. Um, what about big skillet? <laughs> big skillet. Skillet. Little <laughs> skillet. <laughs> Baker's well, dozen. Baker's dozen. Yeah, the whole dozen. More expensive by the dozen instead of cheaper by the dozen. Chocolate chip off your shoulder. Oh, chocolate chip on your shoulder. That one. Yeah, that's what I meant to yeah. say. Okay, she's so single and ch- ch- chocolate chip on your shoulder. <laughs> Coming to a wrestling match near you. With masks. Oh, yeah, well, definitely with some sort of mask. Wait, or like a wrestling mask or like a COVID mask? Well, you know, uh, oh. one and the same. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is something that we need. Everyone, throw away your regular masks. We all need to put on our WWE wrestling masks and that will be safety first and serving an iconic look um let me go ahead and check out our costume closet yeah we gotta open the trunk up see what we have available but why not and next episode 16 ask me anything i was feeling very loved and blessed including the iconic cameo that was given Mm -hmm. to me from you thank you so much um you're so welcome why don't you give people a brief rundown of who was in your cameo? Sure. Let's just say I woke up and I saw that from you and I thought it was just like a little gif. And sure enough, I opened it and it was none other than Coach the Dragon Slayer from Survivor on hmm. CBS. Have you heard of it? Heard of it? A few of you know we have been actively obsessed with Survivor the last couple months for Anna and for, for me for the long haul. And one of my favorite competitors on the show, his name is Coach. He literally goes by Coach. I can't even go into the type of character that he is. You just no. need to Google Coach from Survivor mm-hmm. and you will find as much information as you need. Anna got me a cameo from him. We have spoken about what cameos are on the show and I've never personally experienced one and it will not be, it will not be topped. Like it simply can't. I watched it and I was crying. First of all, he intros with saying hello and he's getting all jacked up and then he starts to play the trumpet to the background of Eye of the Tiger for about for so long. I don't know, two minutes. And it's then so he goes long. into the most um, encouraging over the top speech basically, go get him, Tiger. And this is going to be 28 will be great, basically. Yeah, basically. It was so funny. I probably watched it like over 10 times yesterday. I was crying. I've had it for about a week and a half, just, you know, my back pocket. And I probably watched it every day because it's just so rich. It's the best money I've ever spent for real. <laughs> 
I'll strip the audio and I'll put a little clip in here. I need to say this. Anna G. Luke wanted me to say happy birthday. So I'm here. Oh, hold on. Four more bars. Let me see. Yeah, here we go. One, two, uh, one, two. Here we go. Oh yeah, give a little strip. And the, and the other part that's so funny is that he keeps referring to the person that placed it myself as Anna G. Luke. Happy 28th. Anna G. Luke was like, like what's on my debit card (laughs) that's on my debit card and i'm like you simply do not need to be saying my name it's i will say that it's like embarrassing how what it makes you feel when somebody that you i know know and love but don't know says your name and then you're like wait he made this for me oh my (laughs) god he knows who i am it's just everything that i needed so it was absolutely perfect. It is. Like, it really was. He was quoting the Bible. He was giving he was. motivation. He was playing the trumpet. I mean, it was it was everything. And I said, she needs Dragon Slayer advice on how to slay this next year of her life with a little trumpet. I mean, that's all he had. And he blew it. I mean, he blew it out of the water. From me to you, seize the moment, live in the moment, seek adversity, and don't forget that path of spiritual enlightenment. That's the most important thing. We are here on this earth to fellowship with the creator of the universe. It is a very powerful thing. Anyway, from the Dragon Slayer to you, beautiful birthday. Thank you everyone for the birthday wishes. It was just such a good time. And I mean it, I am looking forward to this next year. I really do feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. 28 will be great. I feel a good one coming on. One of my favorite songs that I'll quote for this right now. I feel a good one coming on. 28 will be great. Perfect. It will all come full circle. You all three could be pals. Playing the long game, two for one. Hey, you know what? I also have a golden thread for mine. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone co-starred with Ryan Gosling yeah. in a very highly critically acclaimed film that we recently spoke of. Claire Foy also co-starred with Ryan Gosling yes. in another critically acclaimed film, which we have not spoken of, First Man. And both of them were written and directed by the same person. The threads are so golden. All it takes is one person. We are nothing but consistent. Absolutely. It it's like we just have to get in with one person and everyone's connected. And I just truly believe that. I have the strength of woo deep in my soul for better mm-hmm. or for worse, for worse most of the time. But I do feel <laughs> like it could be used as a strength in this moment. I would have to agree. These yeah. are great choices. I would also like to mention that three-fourths of our answers are from the homeland of England. <laughs> they make them good. <laughs> what can I say? They make them good. GB makes them good. Thank you, Queen Elizabeth. Yes, Queen. Yas Queen, you're really I also would like to some s- great ones. Sorry, sorry, I just had a just had a blip. That's okay. <laughs> Speaking of my birthday, guess who I share a birthday with? The Queen. No. Harry. Yes. Harry. The disgraced Prince of England. The disgraced Duke of Sussex. So mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm still very much for him as an individual. I'm just like a little tainted right now and I need some time to heal. But always has, you know, been my prince. Now I definitely will forever camp out in the camp that I should have been in anyways, which is William and Kate. Mm-hmm. The people's prince is, um, <laughs> you know, distracting. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, he just obviously, he's not really thinking about his family's wherewithal, which is just like really unfortunate. No, he's like, Megan... Megan is the queen, <laughs> which is blasphemy, <laughs> which is 
upsetting. You know, it's been weighing on me. This stuff keeps me up at night. I know because like, the tension in the royal family is something that you and I hold way too close. <laughs> too close. I just feel it. I feel it so deeply. It's in the room. It is in the room. I just, it's just tough. You know, you just want them all to be able to get along and they don't. Oh man. It's okay. Oh uh, wow. Okay. Nonetheless, we digress. <laughs> and it's my turn to ask a question. We and big my- time digress. This is so selfish, but <laughs> what is my spirit animal? They're going to say, like, what is my best physical feature? <laughs> I should have. What's the best part about being my friend? Okay, so what is your spirit animal? Okay, a platypus. <laughs> Do you know that I did a, a report in the fourth grade of a duckbill platypus, and it's stuck with me ever since? I had no idea, and that's how we know it's real because I have never heard that before, and I instantly knew it was a platypus. Just wow. instantly. Can you explain your reasoning? No, it was a divine moment. I don't know my reasoning. It's literally mind. I have not thought of a platypus in years, and it just came to me, you know? I think it's unique. It's a unique creature. You're a unique person. It is quite – I mean, you probably know more about a platypus than I do. Uh, right. I'll have to pull out my report. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get back to you. I'll have to think about it more, but it was like an enlightened moment that I just had. So, <laughs> well, I'm so thankful for your confidence in that answer. Um, and I'm going to take that as a compliment. Good. Do you know what my spirit animal is? I didn't when I wrote this, but when you were answering, I thought of it. Okay. What is it? It's a polar bear. Oh, wow. And it has nothing to do with how large it is <laughs> or that it lives alone. <laughs> Whoa. Everything to do. It's just like, I feel like it walks with such like confidence and stuff mm-hmm. and it is unique. You also like the cold. It's, yes. you know, you both kind of fair skinned. Actually, mm-hmm. I think they have really dark skin, but obviously light fur. Right. Um, Appear to be light. Right. Both have a, a great coat of hair. Oh, wow. So I just feel like there's a lot of similarities and I honestly think it's also just like a, hate to use the word, but a vibe. A vibe that I'm getting. Honestly, like if I'm putting off a polar bear vibe, then I don't <laughs> want to put off any other vibe because that seems fantastic. Okay, good. I'm so glad that we're both pleased with our oh, spirit yeah. animals. And another thing is that the polar bear's hair is actually like clear, mm. you know, and I have the extremely light body hair. That's true. That's a true. Very, very blonde you know, arm and leg hair. So that's another similarity. Right. Also, they like dig their little holes and like create their own homes. So you could mm-hmm. say that polar bears are interior designers. Oh my gosh, they are. You feel good about that? I feel great about it. I love it. Okay, good. I don't really know like much about a duckbill platypus's <laughs> personality, but I'm going to say that it's good. Yeah. They also seem kind of like a vibe. I wonder what their habitat's like. I don't even know where you would find them in the world. <laughs> Do they live underwater or, or above water? I think they mostly live. I think that they, huh. Like, are they like a beaver where they have the house I think, above water? I think they're like a beaver and they, they spend a lot of time in the water, but they breathe air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to need a fact check. <laughs> and next episode 17, headlines and rom-com rant. The chemistry of the cast, the overall cast, and still like the overall plot line. I think that the humor is really fun. It's just like so light and cute. They just don't make them like they used to. 
They really don't. Like, I It's a just, problem. It really is a problem. I just love these movies. I think they're excellent. I'm hoping that maybe in the next... Maybe we're going to have, like, a resurgence of the rom-com. Like, a good rom-com. Mm. Yeah, we're in the drought. Because we are in a drought. Okay. And every rom-com that happens now has to be, like, heavy on the calm. Heavy on the calm or, like, the plot makes no sense or it's heavy <laughs> yeah. on the raunch. Yeah. We see some, like, good wholesome romance funny movies it's not that it doesn't seem that hard it doesn't seem that hard do we need to make one ourselves probably that would be a good podcast episode us casting our own (laughs) rom-com casting and writing our own rom-com you can be in charge of casting um we can co-write it Mm -hmm. co-produce it yeah i can be in charge of cinematography you can be in charge of set design oh my gosh it would be so good Oh man, did we just have a stroke of genius? <laughs> Be the change you want to see in the world. That's right. We need to make the rom com that we want to see. Yes, listen, we're not going to talk passionately about telling people to go vote, but we will talk passionately about putting <laughs> putting a call to action in place for better romantic comedies. <laughs> know your strengths. <laughs> well, it's true, folks. Um. Right. It goes against anything lucrative. And, you know, we don't really understand that. Hence how we we are dedicated to an unlucrative passion project. (laughs) I really had an epiphany a couple days ago when I looked at my bank account. I was like, dang, a lot of things that I'm doing, I'm enjoying, but they are not of high monetary value. You know what? Your passions don't pay the bills most of the time. So So true. Next up, episode 18, Trash Cans and Lyrics. But something else, you know, exciting happened this week. What? I re-signed my lease for Room. Oh, congratulations. I was not planning to move, but I did put it off until the very last day thinking like, what if? What if I get engaged? (laughs) (laughs) What if? A big laugh from the crowd. (laughs) What if I want to move to a different state? What if I'm offered a job in New York City? See a room? Up everything overnight. <laughs> what if I live in a van and tour the world? Exactly. I literally thought that. I was like, well, it, this is the last day that I could quit my job <laughs> and, and not sign my lease. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I think that too. Not with yeah. your job, but with my own life. It's where becoming a daydreamer is almost crippling hindering to making like adult life choices because I was literally thinking that the whole time but so you're always last, like what if what if but sign the lease here I am another year to you know put more things on the wall customize more things I've already got a plan can't wait to do it I can't wait to hear about all of the more activities that you're going to come up with in room But I had a shocking dream last night and I woke up and I actually laughed out loud. I had a dream that I was actual best friends with Gwyneth Paltrow. And we were, were, which is so funny. I don't think of her often. She would not make my, (laughs) you know, top list, but. Right. Has not been invited to any parties. No, surprisingly. I mean, would I like to hang out with her? Sure. Would I like to be best friends with her? Maybe. But we were like going around this tour. And guess who was our bus driver? (laughs) Johnny Weir. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Talk about a unique combination of people. 
Talk about somebody who could really give a good bus tour, <laughs> Johnny Weir. But, you know, Gwyneth and I were able to talk a lot about holistic natural living. So that was oh, a plus. Yeah. You would have um, a lot to talk about. I, I really do feel like we would have a lot to talk about yeah, between that and film and I guess wow. being tall and blonde. And country that's about strong. it. And, oh, and obviously being country strong. Well, the most iconic film of our life. <laughs> And that's a true statement. But anyways, I just like simply had to share that because it was so random and shocking and the dreamers needed to know. Wow, that's really good. I've also been having some weird dreams, but I can't remember them very well. And that's Mm -hmm. like the most disappointing thing. It's just such a bummer when you wake up. At least this happens for me. My dreams are so vivid Mm -hmm. and I wake up and I feel unsettled and I can't Mm -hmm. put a finger on it because I don't remember my dream. I don't know why I I feel that way. I know. Then I try to like close my eyes and like re-enter the like mindset, but it's impossible. Mm. How could I go back? I can't. Inception. Something I briefly mentioned to you. I'm having a bit of a dilemma because what do people do about Halloween this year? I love dressing up. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had much of a reason to dress up the last couple years. I still have. And I'm just like trying to figure out an excuse to dress up. Mm-hmm. I can't exclusively reveal to you that I have never one time been invited to a Halloween event as an adult. (laughs) Not one time. I'm just going to briefly follow and say that I've only been invited to one. (laughs) Because that makes me feel better. I just never had the opportunity to dress up as as an adult. And I know I would be good at it. That's the thing is I feel like we are made for it. Let's just reach into the costume closet of the Daydreamer Variety Show, which I'm sure (laughs) is packed full. And we can have so many choices. We yeah. can even have a costume change. Yes. My sister-in-law was saying that a good one for me would be Miss Frizzle. Patrick's school bus. <laughs> and I was like, that is iconic. And I would love that. That would be really great. And I'll be the bus. And Johnny Weir can come. <laughs> <laughs> Round two, I feel better for both of us. But I would still like to do an accent. Um, Same accent or going for a different accent? or. I want to give her justice. I'm just nervous. I would like to try to do some queenie, some queenie words. Wow. Queen Elizabeth. Okay, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. I'm going to give you a hint, completely different vibe than the two that we just discussed. I'm nervous that this isn't going to really hit, but I'm going to try. (laughs) No, either you won't get it or my accent will suck. That's the... Listen. I know what your concern is. (laughs) Okay, time out though. I will say that a couple of weeks ago when we were together, we did a queen accent bit for, I don't know, 15 minutes back and forth. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we really it killed good. it. Yeah, it was, it was good. Really good. Okay. I believe in you. You can do it. Okay. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, see you in that skin. It's the same she has been standing in. And next episode 19, spooky, not scary. We are here to serve. I was thinking about that today. I was like, what a blessing it is. I was just really in my feelings. What a blessing (laughs) it is to just give people some laughter throughout the day. (laughs) What a blessing it is that people listen to us. That's the truth. Laughing with or at us. Oh, yeah. Hey, all listens are good listens. It is a little bit distracting, especially when I wouldn't say that room is the minimalist look. So that on top of a lot of crafts would be overwhelming. Absolutely not minimalist. More is more. I went to the dentist yesterday. How was it? It was, it was good, not great. 
this is my first experience of going back to the dentist during COVID. I got in there like right before stuff hit the fan in March. Mm-hmm. And so now going back in, there's like a lot of rigorous protocol, which is totally understandable. I mean, hands are literally in people's mouths. Yeah. Wow. You could not be more in the line of fire. No. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to hit this fast, but there's a lot of funny things that happened. I get into the parking lot and what do I normally do? Walk into the building. Sure. So I walk into the building and realize that there is a keypad on the actual office door that is already inside the building. And I think to myself, maybe I shouldn't be in here. Maybe I should have called. Maybe I should be standing outside. So I walk outside. There's a big old sign that says, do not walk in unless we have approved you. Stand at the X's. So I stand at the X's. You're supposed to knock and they come out. This guy has his clipboard and is running through all of these things, you know, coughing, whatever, mm-hmm. coughing, sneezing, pooping, laughing, etc. cetera. Um, and he checks my temperature. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and check your temperature with this, with this ray gun. And I'm going to beam you up, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Actually, he says, I'm going to put it on your, on your neck, on the side of your neck. I just mm-hmm. so happened to have a massive zit mm-hmm. on the right side of my neck. And I swear to you, he points the gun right at my big zit. Oh no. And I know that he's taking the internal temperature of my zit on my neck. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, if my temperature is elevated, it's not me. It's the zit. Thankfully, I was at normal temperature. I go in and I am seated with someone that I've never been seated with before. First time cleaning my teeth. Maybe this is her first time cleaning anyone's teeth because it was an interesting experience. And the problem is I think that she was just like kind of nervous. Oh, no. Super nice, but just like socially nervous maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. So she felt like she just needed to constantly have a flow of communication with me. Oh, no. And the problem with this, the she didn't even offer that. The problem with that is she had her mask over her face, obviously. She was mumbling. Oh, no. And so I couldn't hear. And what are you going to say when your mouth is wide open? What? And so she would go, and I swear to you, it was like straight from a comedy. I just could pick out little tiny words and... Sometimes she was talking about my teeth and sometimes she was talking about other things. And so she would be like, plaque, sensitivity, love this music. Wow. I'm annoyed. And I'm not even, <laughs> that's just the recreation. Uh, I honestly though, like it wasn't a bad experience. I was just like, oh my gosh. And this week, for some reason, my body has been like spazzing out and physically I'm just, it's just like really tight and tense and stressed. Chatted with the doctors about it, obviously going through a lot physically. And they said, hang in there, buddy. It'll turn soon. Also, we have some practical things to help in the meantime. But long story short, she was like, are you feeling tense? Do you grind your teeth? And I was like, yes, I am very tense and I do grind my teeth mm-hmm. and I do have a bike guard. And she said, okay, um, have you ever tried just telling your muscles to relax? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, I wish I would have thought of that. I said, oh my, I haven't. I should try that. Obviously there is some significance to your thought life and positivity, etc. Anyways, all in all, I walked out of there with zero cavities. Wow, that's great. 
zero COVID interactions that I know of. So hashtag blessed, hashtag clean teeth. That's great. Don't you have a good looking dentist? Oh, I have a great looking dentist. (laughs) I have the hottest (laughs) dentist. And what's such a tragedy. See, you thought this story was a comedy, but it's actually a tragedy (laughs) because I didn't even get to see him. Oh no. I scheduled that appointment. Yeah, because when you schedule it, you're like, well, who are you? What doctor are you under? I said, Dr. Beep. He's fine. You're like, he's the hot one, if you don't remember. (laughs) I made the appointment for him, and turns out he, I didn't even get to see him. Wow, what a letdown. I thought it was a good experience, but could have been a lot better. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, as soon as you said, like, I'm going to the dentist, or I was at the dentist today, I was like, hot dentist. Right. I could have been like, hey, do you have any friends? (laughs) I'm single. Um. And there is a, a Halloween Town bus, right? Yeah, there's a bus that only is supposed to only come on Halloween night. Oh, right, right. Okay, the not to be only open on Halloween. Yeah, not to be confused with our Halloween costumes of the bus in Mrs. Frizzle. <laughs> Miss Frizzle, Mrs. Is she single? I think she's single. Have you seen her? Hey, join the. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's like got a vibe, you know. She does. She does have I mean, like I have a single vibe teacher too. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I guess I do as well. <laughs> we got the Miss Frizzle vibe. Speaking of Rainbow Wheel, this is the story that I want to share before we bid you adieu. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to share with you was that a faithful Daydreamer Variety Show listener, very faithful in fact, DM'd us and said, listen, I'm saying this out of truth and love. I just wanted to let you know that you have been saying something wrong. So we have an in-flesh fact checker, and I would just like to say thank you. And we have a few safe people that we appreciate their responses. Um, You know, and she is one of them. (laughs) We simply can't take in all of the criticism, but this was constructive. Okay. So she told me that I have been saying I am BD, and I know that it is I am DB, mm-hmm. and I'm referring to the movie review site. But what's funny is like when I listen to it back when I'm editing, I don't catch that. No, I've never once thought us. I've never once thought twice about it. And I know we're on the same track here, you and I. But that's just how my our. I'm just going to speak for myself, but I know you relate very much. That's just how my brain works. Like I don't even recognize it until somebody tells me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like. I know what the real thing is, but that's not what I'm saying. It just like really, you know, obviously I told her, you know, that there is this thing called dyslexia. (laughs) There is this thing called Emily has a learning disability. You're like, this is a learning disability friendly podcast. Yeah, it truly is. Maybe that's like a disclaimer we should put out. (laughs) Listen, it really is. This is my disclaimer. We've said it before, but I'll say it again. So... There's more to the story, but it was very funny and helpful. And I said, you know what? I must share this story because it's just too good not to share. We know our strengths and we also know our weaknesses. And that's just mm-hmm. like part of who I am. How the good Lord made me for better or worse. Exactly. And it's like, you know, if you have lipstick on your teeth and nobody tells you and you're right. like, why didn't anybody tell me I have lipstick on my teeth? You get so annoyed when you get home or like if you anything like that. It's the same thing. Like we wouldn't want people listening all the time and knowing we're doing something incorrect and not telling us because then we can't be better. Exactly. We're just trying to be better. And that's a great analogy, especially like if someone just continuously put lip put their own lipstick on their own tooth. 
It's their thing. <laughs> it's their brand. I followed up with telling her a couple of funny stories that I have. Like, listen, this is far, far from worse. I'm sure like every single week there is something that I say, you say, we all say, I write <laughs> that is just completely not true or just like completely mm-hmm. butt backwards. But I did tell her this one story and I just, I, I feel like it's necessary. I don't know if I've told you this before. Have I told you my plane ticket incident? Your what? My plane ticket incident? uh, I don't know. Tell me. Well, once upon a time, it was two years ago, and I had to book a flight for a wedding. Obviously, me being me, I was trying to get the very best deal. So I am constantly searching the flights and getting the best deal. I finally get the best deal. It was a great wedding, great trip. I flew from Detroit to Dallas, and so I am... In the Dallas airport, just got dropped off at DFW. Mind you, there are two airports in Dallas. And I go up to security. They scan my boarding pass. She said, it's going to be a no for me, dog. You're at the wrong airport. I said, that is not true. Like, I did not book my flight at Love Field, which is basically next door. I booked it at DFW. And she said, this says DTW. And immediately I had what you called earlier the outer body experience pit. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I had bought two flights from Detroit to Dallas. Oh, no. (laughs) Mind you, it is like 8 p.m. on a Monday. Oh, my gosh. And nobody's around. I was like, what in the world am I going to do? I cannot (laughs) believe I did that because Detroit. I live here now. I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but Detroit is DTW and Dallas is DFW. Uh huh. Clearly, an error on my end. At this point, at this point, I go into just complete strategy mode, and I go to the counter and I said, "Listen, like, is there anything that you can do for me? Please let me get on this flight. Time's ticking by. It's within the hour that the flight's supposed to leave. What am I supposed to do?" Eventually, I end up talking myself. I end up talking them into getting me on that plane because of my learning disability. <laughs> wow. I said, I'm so sorry. I do have a learning disability. Um, that's the first time I've ever pulled that card out of, out of academia. And I was very thankful for it at that moment. So I mean, that's I live to they, tell that they let you do it. I know. Honestly, they didn't want a lawsuit. Not that I would have, but I think that they immediately jumped to the worst case scenario. So I live to tell the tale, though it is one of my more embarrassing stories. I mean, I've definitely gone to the wrong airport before in like North Carolina one time. And I've also gone, Indianapolis airport has two terminals, like a very mm-hmm. extremely manageable airport. And I once was sitting in the other terminal and miss my flight completely (laughs) so i mean there's a lot of factors for anybody that goes into flights and airport situations so you know what it happens to the best of us yeah and it even happens it happens to many people learning disabilities or not but it really does the fact of the matter is that's that's where i'm at it's funny but this is my apology speech and i would just like to just personally ask for the forgiveness for any verbal or (laughs) Any verbal or written mistakes that have been, are, and will be made. Well, yeah, you know, you have a platform, but you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, more often than not. So, yeah, give yourself some grace, you know. Every time you hear one, every time you see one, 
Go ahead and just laugh. That's what I would like you to do. Not at us, but just with us. Oh, yeah. To quote one of our favorite people of all time, an iconic person in both of our lives, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody <laughs> has those days. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Hannah Montana. Everybody gets that way. <laughs> Hannah Montana, played by Miley Cyrus. Interpreted by Anna Luke. Interpreted by... <laughs> Interpreted by Anna Grace Luke. Performed on the Daydreamer Variety Show. Yep. Or Daydreamer Variety Show. It's all about the climb. It really is. It's all about the climb. (laughs) (laughs) Up next, episode 20, Daydreamer Summit. I actually did share with you something today that you guys didn't know. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. And that fact is that my right foot is slightly smaller than my left. We never knew in college. We could not tell. We could not tell. And guys, when I say the tea is hot tonight, it is so hot. (laughs) You may be wondering why I walk in a circle. (laughs) (laughs) It would take somebody quite a while to get places as she is typically going in some sort of figure eight motion, just slightly edging forward each moment. She shuffles, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now that we know, it all makes sense. It is not um, overly significant, but it is there. Um, It is enough to, for like a size nine to really fit my left foot and be a slightly big on my right. Wow. It's, 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 we're talking centimeters. 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 That's big, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I meant millimeters. Millimeters. Centimeters so significant size. Here, look at them now. Okay, I'm doing the, doctor, doctor, I'm going to do the assessment. Yeah, the I'm actually having a physical exam okay, as we speak. Higher? Yeah. Okay. Okay, just ever so slightly, yeah, the doctor said. Like an eighth I did. I I guess I guessed earlier, and I said an eighth of an eighth of a shoe size. I don't remember what unit of measurement you were using. I think it's fair to say if you were centimeters <laughs> off, it would be a different shoe size. Yes, but you no just size. saw it in yeah. flesh, and I would say maybe a quarter centimeter. Wow, I'm dying to know if mine are different. As sizes. a scientist, I respect your measurement. I'm good with the metric system. That's right, you really are, because you know we are not. I would love to go have my feet measured now. A We're call to action. cancel all our plans, and we will be scheduling a foot analysis. We'll go to the runners, the local running store. Yes. And next, episode 21, COVID test and TBT TV. We have one sick daydreamer, and it is not me. Yes, we've had a real scare this week, as I did think I had COVID. <laughs> did I jinx myself on last week's episode? Yeah, we'll play it back because it's shocking. No, me neither. It's only if one of us already had it. Right. And we don't know. And we, we don't know. We simply don't know. We, we don't will know. find out Maybe soon. I'll get my first COVID test this week. Wow. Can't wait. I'm just like, I'm looking forward to the time when I get one, not because I'm going to enjoy it, but because I'm becoming a part of history. You really declared the future. I you did. had a that's a raven moment. I had a that's a raven moment. I woke up Monday morning. I did not feel good. I instantly was alarmed that I had had a super spreader event here in room. <laughs> yes. Mind you, everyone left Sunday. So. Exactly. Anyway, so I immediately scheduled my COVID test for Tuesday morning. Continued to not feel good. Got the COVID test. Have to say, was not bad at all. Okay, good. Was not bad at all. Um, People be lying. I've been worried about it. I haven't been sleeping well. Um, I don't really feel too bad, but I do have a, a bit of a deep tenor to my voice right now. <laughs> you might be picking up the deep tenor. You may be picking up the tenor specifically as I speak into this microphone. But, you know, I'm on the other side. I felt like I was really a part of something for four days. And now I know I am not actually a part of it. Just a hard case of the common head cold. 
this is something that happened today, but I've decided a new hobby I'm going to pick up. Is it COVID testing? <laughs> it's not COVID testing. Okay. I've just really decided that something really cool to be able to do would be if I could juggle. What do you think? I think you can borrow my juggling balls. Do you have juggling balls? And when I was like eight years old, I asked for juggling balls for Christmas. <laughs> can you juggle? Yes. You can? Yes. With three balls? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why didn't I know you could juggle? I'm a woman of many hidden talents. Oh my gosh. You could teach me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, um, I mean, once you get the flow of it, it's fine. I can't do tricks. And honestly, mm-hmm. it's been a minute since I picked it up. Maybe after, after this, I'll go upstairs and practice with the apples. I don't I just feel like, wow, how did I not know this? You just like think you know someone. But yeah, I'm so interested in learning to juggle. It seems like a great like winter activity for me to do indoors. I have very high ceilings. So I feel like oh my gosh, like an opportune time. An opportune time. The options are endless. The sky, the ceiling is the limit. Mm-hmm. And you have a high ceiling. A very high ceiling. Hopefully. And let's also hope and pray that this solves a lot of my other physical ailments. Yep. I hope so. Look forward to seeing how it goes. Ah. <laughs> I think it'll be great. That was like your departure. I look forward to meeting with you. That was like an email <laughs> regards. Well, what people might forget is I am a, you know, a business professional. <laughs> Best regards, Anna. Wishing you well. Regards, Anna. Nah, you know me. I'm a thanks exclamation point <laughs> all the way across. Unless Hope- I'm really mad, then I'm like, thanks. No exclamation point. Hope this email is finding you well. Sorry to hear about your gut infection. Thankful you're off antibiotics. Best wishes, Anna. <laughs> Please circle back when you're bacteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Speak to me in five months when you circle back. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I'm in no place to be mingling because I'm, you know, vulnerable. Right. Vulnerable. Best wishes, Emily, is what I say to you. (laughs) All the best, Anna. And that's all we have for you, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Best regards. Please let us know your favorite corporate (laughs) sign-off. Later, skater. Showing deep empathy. Yeah, what a plot twist. (laughs) Pardon me. A lot going on in here, everybody. A lot going on. Whoa. <laughs> if only we could have a magic school bus ride down my throat right now because oh, yes. there's so much going on. Johnny Weir would have a lot to say about the inside of your esophagus. <laughs> Along with Gwyneth, I'm sure. She would give I'm you sure. some holistic lodgings. 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 Wait, what is Lodgins. it? Lozenge. 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 Up next, episode 22, Peaks, Valleys, and Baby Shark Tank. You know, Emily, it's going pretty well. Oh, pretty well. Peaks and Valleys this week. Oh, no. (laughs) Another heavy week? Another heavy week. As you can tell, my voice is cleared up. I no longer have that wonderful tenor rasp I had last week. And so if that's why you were here, I'm so sorry. I am better. (laughs) I am better, but this week did bring its own trials and tribulations, and that would be my window broke in my car. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. Monday, I was like, okay, got to go to the office, pick something up. I'm going to treat myself to a Starbucks, of course. It was in the drive-thru, got up to the window to um, receive my coffee, and my car made a little bit of a crunching noise when putting the window down. Mm. I was so distracted by it. That the lady was like, I thought she was like asking me, have you paid? 
over and over and i was like no i haven't paid like i'm, I'm here to pay i'm and here said, to no, pay you said no the car in front of you paid for your drink <gasps> oh my goodness and can you believe the timing? Obviously, I didn't even know my window was broken. No one knew my window was broken. But the moment I found out my window was broken, I received a free drink. Was Jesus Christ driving that car? <laughs> That's what I said. And then you know what? The car drove by and there was no one in the driver's seat. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. It was the Holy Ghost. <laughs> There was no one in this driver's seat, but there was like a frappuccino <laughs> being held up like in midair. And I bet you didn't know, but the Holy Ghost does love a Java frappuccino. A divine encounter. Yeah. Hills and valleys all in five seconds. <laughs> wow. What a blessing. That spooky car in front of you. Thank you. Yeah. Just so excitingly got to drive down the highway 20 minutes with my window down all the way on the driver's side. And it just so happened that there was a rainstorm that night. So I mm. got to, you know, get some duct tape out, do a little project. <laughs> DIY, you love a good craft. DIY, love a craft. Um, tape my window up. And the next day, got to drive an hour on the mm. highway mm. to the dealership to get a fit. But, you know, that was a valley. The hill, it was under warranty. And they fixed mm. it that day. And that was the peak. And that was the peak. So that was a real start to the week there. Wow, what an emotional roller coaster. It really was. It's so nice when things are covered under insurance. I know. Like literally. Or that wasn't insurance. It's warranty. Whatever. Yeah. It was a $300 repair. Not on your watch. Not on your bill. (laughs) Absolutely not. I was like, Rob at the car lot, I need you and I need your warranty powers to tell me this is covered. Another divine encounter. Um, Yeah, it was really great. So that was, you know, interesting. Something else very exciting that's happened to me since we last recorded was a new Harry Styles music video. Which is a highlight of 2020 for you. Oh, a 2020 highlight, though. I just want to encourage everyone to watch the Golden music video by Harry Styles. It will change your life. Listen, we are not entrusted with anything that we cannot handle. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And I would have been on too much of a high if everything had gone well after that music video. So I needed it. I needed the grounding. We're just trying to stay humble. (laughs) Just trying to stay humble, you know. I think it's working. Can't be sure. Um, for me, I have a lot of updates, so I'm going to hit you with them fast. One is that Mr. Tux went under the knife this morning. Moment of silence. (laughs) Everyone, don't be too alarmed. Don't worry. It was a scheduled surgery. He had a little bit of yuck mouth and he had to get a teeth pulled. A tooth pulled. Excuse me. (laughs) First time speaking. Florals are difficult, you know, in the American language. He was brought home this evening and he has been stumbling, fumbling around. It's as his older sister. It's really funny. Um, to watch him in this state, but it seems like he's going to make a great recovery. All is well. Another thing. Oh, go ahead. We're so happy to hear that Tux is on the up and up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can't say he's like completely on the up and up. He's dazed and confused um, and he's riding the high, if you will. He's loving it. (laughs) It seems like he's loving it. And honestly, like I like his vibe right now. He seems (laughs) like much more compatible at this state. A chill vibe, a 420 friendly cat is kind of like what he's (laughs) going for right now. Yeah, definitely. I have a really funny for you. I haven't told you this. Wow, I can't wait. (laughs) So I had another crazy dream. I wanted to share it with the class. Well, I recently restarted taking like a new CBD. So Mm -hmm. I think that that has impacted my sleep. Mm -hmm. But my dreams have been incredibly vivid. This one just like... (laughs) 
I can't even really describe it, but I'm going to try. The first scene is me entering stage left and I am in a full garb. I think that my character is the King of England from Mm -hmm. Hamilton, which is a really funny character. But so I go up there and like, I know the song in real life, but complete, complete blank. Absolute, (laughs) absolute dead. I had to lip sync, which obviously, you know, on Broadway, they play backup music. Not, And I wasn't like on Broadway. It was definitely like a local theater production. Hometown theater. <laughs> it was a hometown theater for sure. And I just like limp synced, limp, truly. I limped along <laughs> and then came off stage and I knew I needed to pull it together. And I was like, why am I not remembering anything? Went back on again for the second song. Nothing. Ghost town in my brain. <laughs> oh, no. But like I played it off, you know, like I acted with my body and not my language came off the stage and I was like mortified. But I think not everybody caught that I didn't really have my game together. And then who goes and comforts me? None other than Emily Blunt. Wow. She was like, I am just so proud of you. That was so great. Oh my goodness. Manifesting. What a supporter. I know. And then she said, you know, did you like, did you study? Did you prepare? Did you try? Yeah. Right. I'm concerned you forgot to look at your lines. And I just like reassured her that I did, but you know, it just like didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't stick. And she was just so sweet. She was like, it's okay. Like it happens. Like you got it, etc." And we were just like pals. She put her arm around me and then we just gallivanted off and went out to dinner. Oh my goodness. What started, uh, I mean, peaks and valleys. What started <laughs> as a great valley <laughs> on the peak. Listen, everyone, be thankful for the flops. That's right. Because it leads to a great friendship. And you may get to go to dinner with Emily Blunt. Right. And I can only imagine that like in the future dreams that I'm going to have, she's just going to be like mentoring me, coaching me, encouraging me, counseling me, et cetera. I hope it's an ongoing dream relationship. Um, And that will slowly morph into a real life relationship. Mm -hmm. It would have to. It was so real. It took me like an hour and a half to come out of it once I woke up. That's like such a deep to be this far out of it and remember so many details. Like imagine, <laughs> imagine the like other things that happen that you care. Oh, yeah, about. yeah, yeah. I need to write them down immediately upon waking. Yeah, you'll just never like have such a. Even sometimes it's just so hard to put into words when you wake up. It is. It is because nothing gives it justice. No, nothing does. And that's one of the, you know, I really miss going to work every morning and being like, guys, will never believe the dreams <laughs> I had last night. Yeah, because you're still in that like haze. Yes. Yeah, like, oh my God, I just woke up from it. Um, I have been taking melatonin the mm. last few weeks and I also have been having a lot of deeper dreams. I feel like I need to keep writing them down. The takeaway is be careful using a sedative. Be careful with your sleep aids, everyone. As a shark, I would say, how do you plan to compete with your direct competitor, Tile, that does the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> Gutted. They have the squares you put on your keys, but they also have the card size. Oh, see, I knew they had that them. goes in your I, wallet. I knew that it was for keys, but I didn't know they had a wallet. They do. Let me. I want to look it up and see what it looks like because I'm sure it's exactly what I have pictured in my head. Oh, yep. Oh, see, there's this black. Mine would have been white. Oh, devastated, gutted. Episode twenty-three: Easy breezy and watchings. You know, and if that's what you need. It is. And as we all know, I am a solo member of Room. There's no one else here. <laughs> Who cares? I don't know. I, don't, I just simply don't live by the rules of the world. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why you do it. Yeah. No, I just, you know, whenever it feels right, I just do it. And it feels like next week is Christmas. So that'll be an upper. It will be. I look forward to it. Another thing, obviously, it's been daylight savings. Yeah, throwing us off. Yeah. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot this week. A lot to take in. You know, we're just absorbing blow by blow. Yeah. A lot of changes out there. We're here to cast the vibe. We're here to cast the vibe again. And I just hope everyone out there is remembered to cast the vibe. <laughs> Never forget. This vibe. Specifically this vibe. <laughs> Not all the other vibes going on out there. You have to be selective when choosing a vibe to cast. That's the truth. Someone at my work used vibe in a, a serious email this week and oh. it really made me laugh. It wasn't like serious, <laughs> but it was like a professional, like informative email talking about the vibe. And I was like, wow. I'm thinking that you should sign off with Kath the Vibe and a Luke. <laughs> I think I should. Absolutely. And then you should also start your emails with welcome to the Daydreamer Variety Show. For more from me, please follow my podcast at Daydreamer Pod. You will not be disappointed. And another update, Mr. Tux is on the up and up. Sadly, he's feeling himself again, and he's back to just sad cat self. Yeah, I was like, well, it looks like he's just, you know, back to his normal level of sad. And that's comforting <laughs> to see. Right, yeah, like good for him, bad for us. But he also is like not a fan of the construction site. Oh, I'm sure not. You know, really the noises. Mm. Cats have very sensitive ears. We think that our world has been intense. Think about his world. He went under the knife, got his teeth pulled. Um, leg shaved. He, he, he leg shaved. <laughs> he was on drugs. He had been roofied. And now he's in a construction site with a lot of noise. And that other day you shut him outside on accident all day in the rain, remember? No, that was Ange. That was like months ago. I know, but trauma last. <laughs> you think he forgot that? He carries it in his eyes every day. I see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that maybe we, you and I could do a parody of that, but using the giant checkers mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do a lot of like speed chess. And so I can only imagine us playing speed jumbo checkers. That's um something that I loved growing up. I was like, let's bring out the mat and we would have mm-hmm. to just roll it out. It was basically like a huge rug. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's do this. I was all for it. Oh, yeah. I love checkers at Cracker Barrel. Love that. Oh, Sit by the yes. fire, play checkers. But I tell you what, if right now I had to play checkers, I don't think I'd remember the rules. <laughs> yeah, no. I really don't. It's a tragedy. You know, it comes with age. I know. I'll jog my memory someday. Well, our time to be a prodigy has simply passed. Absolutely. <laughs> Unless you want to go rogue on your juggling. Who knows? Maybe we could form a duet, a juggling duet. True. I mean, could you become a prodigy at any time in your life if you hadn't yet tried it, you know? What if you just hadn't tapped into, like, the ability yet? I think that all the time about a lot of things. And <laughs> like, I can't tell if that is just me being delusional <laughs> or incredibly narcissistic. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and say neither and just say that I'm a dreamer. Exactly. You're just being a daydreamer because same. I've convinced myself of wild things. Like like I was saying, like I convinced myself maybe I should become a chess player. Right. So, I mean, talk about a dream. Yeah. Wow. What a fine line between dreaming and delusion. So we're working on it. <laughs> we are working on it. But yeah, Queen's Gambit, do recommend. Before I get into the actual documentary, I do want to say that last February, before everything hit the fan, Anna did come to visit. We had a little reunion trip thing. We decided that there really wasn't anything to do, and so we went to see Frozen 2. 
I can say that we both cried and mm-hmm. we both left the theater changed. <laughs> I have honestly never been the same. Like, honestly, you do the right next right thing. That has literally become the theme song of 2020. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And just so you can update the people, you have not gotten involved into any cults. I have not joined a cult <laughs> at all, though I'm very interested in cults. <laughs> From I'm an observer. Very... Up next, episode 24. Friendsgiving at the table. Would you perform with her? Yes. It depends on maybe we could do like some sort of duet. Yeah, I think that would be really special. I would would love to see it. I hope to get I hope I'm invited. <laughs> I could borrow one of her ensembles. I don't think I have the behind for it. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think I have the bod or the tan for her for her look. I would think maybe it could be like a triple threat, me, J Lo, and Adele performing. <laughs> what a group. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I might my talent might be like slightly below theirs, but you know, I'm willing to dabble. You could vibe. Like you just have to be like a part of it, you know? Yeah. You I'll be like, have to be like the lead. Right. I'll be a background singer, background dancer, mm-hmm. um, a hype man. Yeah, be the hype girl of the event. Definitely a role I know you can play. Okay, and I'm gonna go again. <laughs> my next guest or should i say competitor is none other than joey chestnut oh my gosh (laughs) joey chestnut is one of my top five favorite people of all time an iconic figure of my childhood and i am so jealous that he's going to be invited (laughs) to your event hey don't worry because as always we are both invited to each other's events yes oh my gosh I, i i could not you may know him from the Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest. He holds the record for, I don't know, a thousand hot dogs in 60 seconds, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, whatever it is. I just would really like to see him put it away. I'm not sure if the quantity of food could hold up with his consumption, but it's something I'm willing to try. Yeah, I wonder if, so there's like, I wonder what other foods he's competed in. I don't know, but there's like a long, long time ago, I watched this documentary of competitive eaters on MTV. This is probably like 2011 or something. I feel like I've seen this. It's like Kobayashi in Japan. Oh, yes. He eats like a 12-pound bowl of ramen noodles. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) I would love to watch that again. (laughs) We need to find it. We we must find it. Wait, I I need to see what it's called. Yeah, look up what it's called. We didn't we didn't look up if J Lo and A Rod are married, but we're gonna look up the competitive theater <laughs> documentary. <laughs> well, yeah, priorities, honestly. We're all about consuming art and that is art. <laughs> okay. Like- we're the competitive eaters of art. <laughs> <laughs> MTV competitive eating documentary. Like I hope it it has to be on YouTube. I know it is. I'm on two percent. True life. True life. Remember True Life? Yes. True Life. I'm a competitive eater in 2006. So I was a little off. I must have watched it in high school. But wow, yeah. All in all, the documentary is shocking. And it must have really stuck with me because 15 years later, here I am. (laughs) That sounds great. And I really do feel like, in the name of gratitude, a mental health advocate might be good to have. Exactly. And like now more than ever, we need mental health advocates and she is that. Come on down, sister. I need you. Come on down, sister. Why do you think we started a lighthearted podcast? (laughs) Exactly. It ain't because it's our disposition. (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) She will not be bringing her property brother 
I was going to ask. <laughs> not be bringing property her property. Brother. No, <laughs> she will not be bringing her property brother. Um, I do like the property brothers, but like we've said before, we just like don't stand with that relationship. Um, no. And that's something that we take a stand on and we don't take many stances. No, another core value. <laughs> I do not stand by Zoe Deschanel and her property brother's relationship. Another, another core conviction we have. Yes. Timothy Chalamet. Ooh. Timmy, Timmy. Little Timmy. Little Timmy. We love little Timmy. Honestly, <laughs> little we Timmy. do love little Timmy. Yeah. And like, I think maybe part of the reason I didn't want to love him is because I just like know like what the scale difference of us would be next <laughs> to each other. And it's like a blow I can't take. Yes. <laughs> so thin he's so cute and so frail he is and people just love him and i wanted to like not love him but now i'm obsessed with him and i was watching like timothy chalamet best moments on youtube today <laughs> i'm in too deep now i would like to think that the volume of his hair would give him some <laughs> <laughs> what am i what am i would give him some girth yeah like we couldn't be by each other in the group photo <laughs> i couldn't come back from it i wouldn't come back from it Episode 25, Happy Thanksgiving. Aw. I randomly saw this voicemail from, where is it? Somewhere in Texas. Oh. From Abilene, Texas. And I was like, okay, I know some people who, like, know of that area or from that area. Could it be them? Or Mm -hmm. could it be my knight in shining armor? (laughs) Unlikely, because let me play this for you. I had a missed call from this number. I don't know who you are. Don't call my number again. If you didn't hear that, it said, I have a missed call from this number. I don't know who you are, but don't call this number again. Did you call them? I don't think so. Why would I? How would I? But it's like, how would he have called back the wrong number? I truly, but, why would, but also, why would you have called them? And why are you so aggressive with me, sir? I just do not know it. you. Do not call this number <laughs> again. Trust, Trust me, I won't. Point. <laughs> I don't know this number. I don't know who you are. Oh my god. But I will hunt you down and gut you like a fish. Better check the outgoing. If you utter so much as one syllable, I'll hunt you down and gut you like a fish. I thought it was gonna be Tim Riggins. Oh gosh. If only it was coming from Dillon, Texas. Ugh, dang it. It really did throw me on a rabbit trail thought to back in the day and my with my favorite activity, which was prank phone calls. I loved a good prank phone call. And maybe this guy knew my history. My yeah, maybe my you scarred past. Him, maybe you prank called him like 15 years ago and he's just <laughs> yeah, getting back yeah. to you. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Did you do any phone calls, prank phone calls? Was that like oh, a yeah. thing? Yeah. I definitely did. It's just like it's just like one of my favorite pastimes. Get into character. Yeah, it was always a good time. I I wish I could remember like literally any specifics. I mostly enjoyed like listening to other people do it because I would just always laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely broke. And I'm sure it was really believable to start with. <laughs> oh, right. The it best was about a prank phone call is like truly believing that like I will prank <laughs> this person. We called friends. We called friends' parents. Just random people in the phone book. We would just <laughs> flip open a page and we would call local businesses. I feel bad about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we would get an occasional callback, you know, and that's always concerning. Oh, yeah, definitely. No risk, no reward. That's right. Well, you know, if you wanted to prank somebody, you know who to start with, that man. <laughs> I fear the threads would become bigger. More it, would es- it would escalate quickly. Thankful for it. I truly feel like hosting life suits us. 
Oh, I would have to agree. We've come into our calling. <laughs> we have come into our calling. We have found our destiny. You know, yes. six months in, forevermore. <laughs> and we hope you feel the same way. Thankful a- for the Daydreamer Variety Show. Oh, because that's a promise, not a threat. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Up next, episode 26, Christmas Movie Marathon. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Trim the tree. Turn on the twinkling lights. (laughs) Wow. Welcome, everyone. I don't even know how to follow that. (laughs) Curl up by the fire with a warm cup of cocoa. It's Christmas time. I feel like claymation is something that you would like to pursue. Oh, yeah. I would love to have a career in claymation. Why am I not doing that? That's a question. <laughs> That's a question I have right now. Forget the juggling. <laughs> I tried to juggle last night. Sidebar. With what? At Jesse's house, we were trying to juggle potatoes because I didn't oh. believe him that he knew how to juggle. I was like, no, you don't know how to do that. And he was like, yeah, I do. And he does know how to juggle. It'll come soon. Yeah, 2021. He yeah, he was like, it will not take you three years to learn. <laughs> yeah, right. So 2021 is your juggling resolution. Yep. And you'll be like Creed when you try to do a cartwheel. Did it. You did? The perfect cartwheel. <laughs> yes, exactly. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a river flowing deep and wide. I love you, Lord. <laughs> and I give. Oh, no. <laughs> live my life. Do wish Speaking of breath. (laughs) Episode 27, Coupons and Lyrics. Episode 27, Coupons and Lyrics. (laughs) Coupons, Coupons, and Lyrics. Episode 27, Coupons, Coupons, and Lyrics. Um, one really memorable moment for me, this is before COVID, of course, I should give a disclaimer, sitting in the waiting room and watching them out in the work area, passing around a can of Pringles, like passing it under the car to the people, passing it all the way around, can of Pringles, everyone's putting their hands in, their oily hands. It was like a really communal, and maybe that's where COVID-19 began, I don't know. It did not originate from a bat. (laughs) It originated in a Pringle can at a Jiffy Loop in the greater Indianapolis area. (laughs) You heard it here first. Thank you. Also, I want to give this moment to talk about one time when I passed out inside the living Christmas tree. (laughs) Do you know about this? No. Okay. Do you know what a living Christmas tree is? No. Okay. I want everyone to Google living Christmas tree if you don't know what it is. It's like literally a probably like 30, maybe taller, feet tall, actual Christmas tree. Well, not actual. It's not real. And people stand in it. I Googled it and all that's popping up is just real Christmas trees. Oh, no. Don't, then don't Google living Christmas tree. Let's see what you, I don't know what you could Google. The living Christmas tree? I just Googled it. It says, what is a living Christmas tree? A singing Christmas tree, sometimes called a living Christmas tree. Yes. It's an artificial Christmas tree filled with yep. singers. Yep. <laughs> used as a part of nativity plays. Okay. Yep. okay. Anyways, the church that was with my school did this performance like every year every two years and you could do it if you were in choir or whatever 
you go into it, but when you go into it, everyone's crouched down. And then when the first song happens, everyone pops up and sings like some triumphant song. Like it's actually quite empowering. I was on the side of the tree and I like locked my knees or something, but I passed out inside of the living Christmas tree during a performance. And I came to laying down behind the tree in the manger. Thankfully, I was only like three rows up, but they like had to like usher me down. Of course, my friends thought I was joking because sure. Of course. Jokes. That's the the, um, side effect of being a jokester. (laughs) And anyways, I like came to laying my Christmas tree while everyone's like singing like a holy night. (laughs) I just cannot. I only think of that when I sing Christmas carols. I don't know how I'm going to follow that. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I've got a lot of personal shares tonight, everybody. But maybe you can describe it. Okay. If you are not familiar with this concept, the concept is, it comes from two places. Either lack of funds, me, or (laughs) (laughs) relevant to us, or, you know, maybe you're like an acts of service kind of person. If you had Um, a significant other. If you had a significant other, perhaps I would do this. I don't know. Can't speak to that. Santa, right, you can you hear me? <laughs> Santa, you hear us and you see us. I mean, Jesus, you hear us and you <laughs> see us. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I say to the roommates, like, sing a song and I, like, you have to actually try. Um, <laughs> and there is the not worst. one morsel of musical talent in our family. <laughs> so I love that. It's actually really I, funny. There's a really iconic moment. I was recently talking to my brother about where I tried out for the elite singing group <laughs> at our school. And it was not until that very moment when I was trying out in front of everyone that I thought to myself, I don't know how to sing by myself. And spoiler alert, I didn't make the group. <laughs> and that's the same year you passed out. <laughs> Good enough for choir, not great for the elite singing group. Last but not least, episode 28, Merry Christmas Morning. Something else exciting happened this week. I began my training. Your training? Yeah, my training into one of my passions that I have talked about on this podcast. I am right now I'm working on juggling with one ball. (laughs) Oh, Santa brought you juggling balls. (laughs) Santa, aka my co-host, delivered via Amazon my juggling balls. Thriving. Well, I watched a video. Well, it was like how to juggle in 10 minutes, but like they were teaching it in 10 minutes. Deceiving, but it gave me like a good place to start. And so Mm -hmm. right now I'm just working on the feel of getting the ball to the right height, only looking in one spot to see where the ball like crosses. Mm -hmm. Like just kind of like getting the muscle memory down. Sure. So then I can go to the two and then eventually the three and then eventually the flaming (laughs) objects and knives. (laughs) Right. And when we begin touring for our live shows, that's something that you can entertain with. <laughs> exactly. We need to have visual abilities. Yeah. You can be the intermission. Well, you can also juggle. So it'll be. A t- <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to steal the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to let you have your day in the light. <laughs> in 2021, which honestly is just kind of like a mouthful. Yeah. 2021 like simply does not roll off the tongue. It doesn't. But imagine when we get to 2121. I mean, we won't. Maybe we will. <laughs> Honestly, no. I was like, wait, that's like a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. Well, that wraps up the 2020 best of edition. It was worth the midnight oil, I have to say. And now we have it forever and ever in the archives. I know. I think this is going to be you know, beneficial for us to look back on. Just like so thankful to have a little outlet. And hopefully this platform has been a little outlet for everyone listening. That honestly is our main motivation, our main goal. And I hope we kind of maybe succeeded. Absolutely. I know it's been wonderful to have something to look forward to every week. Aside from watching all those musicals, it's been wonderful to do, you know, the research and watch the shows and write the jokes. And it's just been great. It's really gotten me through the year. That's a true statement. It really has gotten me through the year. And I'm so looking forward to 2021. We're just so thankful for your support. Like a fine wine. It just gets better with time. Like a good aged cheese. Yeah, that's what people have been saying about the podcast, and I believe it. That's the latest in the Apple Podcast reviews. Yeah, speaking of. Yeah, speaking of, if you love this clip show, go ahead and hit us a review. Or if you love this clip show, this is a great episode, or episodes, plural, to share with your friends. Absolutely. This is a wonderful opportunity. New year, people are getting new habits. Maybe they're wanting to go on walks longer, etc. And they might need something fun to listen to. Especially in the dark hours of winter. Oh my goodness, yes. Well, in that case, do you have anything more to say? I don't think, just thanks for being there with us this year, and we look forward to uh, bringing you with us into 2021. Yep, thanks for being you. In case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and happy 2021. Happy New Year! Hey, great job. Oh my gosh, I feel like we were announcing an award show. Wow, that was, are we professionals or what? <laughs> are we getting paid for this or what? <laughs> Is that a word for this or something? <laughs> Is there an amateur award for uh, best millennial podcast host? <laughs> Both recording at their parents' homes. <laughs> Successful despite the odds. <laughs>